This is Contractor Sense with Ruth King. Welcome to Contractor Sense. Here you discover ideas, tactics, news, and information that matters to your contracting business and you. I'm your host, Ruth King. This episode is sponsored by HVAC Trustbooks. Go to HVACTrustbooks.com to discover how this tool can help you close more sales. Thank you for joining us. Here is how we will help your business and you today. Cash used to be king. It's now emperor. How do you manage cash flow in these times? My guest today, Stephen King, will give you five easy things to do to manage cash flow in times of crises. Stephen, welcome to Contractor Sense. Thanks, Ruth. Nice to meet to be here. My pleasure. And from what we were talking about before we started recording this, your family was from Ireland and there were a bunch of general contractors, correct? That's exactly right. I'm very pr proud of my Irish roots. Both parents are off the boat. Um, the, con the, 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 the handy people in the house were from Leitrim uh, and uh, all substance farmers who came to America and uh, made it big in Queens and uh, learned, learned how to be skilled carpenters and plumbers and whatever you needed, our family had somebody who could do it this Saturday. <laughs> Absolutely. And you got the wonderful pleasure of taking care of all the books for them, didn't you? Well, I didn't, wouldn't say could take care of the books. I was just a kid, but you know, I was the, I was the, uh, the accountant of the group and just, you know, just, just learned that, you know, how hard it is to run the businesses. But more when I started my first accounting practice, I, I focused on, on contractors. I focused on architects, on builders because that's what I was comfortable with. And um, I left Ernst & Young after seven years and learned how to build accounting systems to help businesses make profits. And uh, it was really rewarding to do it with the owners and help businesses achieve that American dream. Yeah, absolutely. So today, I mean, we're in the midst of craziness with respect to what's going on with our economy and cash flow is, is really what's important now more so than anything, correct? more so than anything you'll ever do. Um, it's survival. It's like Maslow's hierarchy of needs, right? We're at survival and safety. And yeah. cash flow is, is um, you know, if, if, you, if you get this right, everything else in life is easier. You know, and, and it's about cash flow is about timing. The when money flows in and when it, it flows out. And if it's good times or a bad, you know, there are certain things you need to do to get it right. Yeah, I mean, the cash flow budgets and the things that we're going to talk about today are applicable whether the economy is booming or the economy is in recession, right? Exactly right, right. Because the companies that make it have strong cash flow, simply stated. Cash is yeah. king. Cash. No, it's emperor now. It used emperor. to be king. <laughs> That's right. Cash <laughs> is emperor. I like that. Well, I mean, it used to be important. Now it's really, really, yeah. really important. Survival. So that's why I call it emperor rather than king now. All right. So we're going to talk about five easy things that everybody can do. And you have a cash flow um, budget, that 13 week cash flow that you give everybody free, correct? Yeah. Yeah. We've, we've taken in this COVID pandemic world, We've taken a bunch of the things that we built for our clients and just we're giving them away for free to help small businesses and nonprofits make it. We have a cash flow. So the first, the first thing you gotta do, step one is you've gotta have the data. Now is not the time to be making emotional decisions. And what we're finding is, you know, Ryan Jennings, Sentinel Builders in New York is a client of ours. And he said, when I woke up in New York, the whole city shut down and I had fear and I panicked. And the, and the first thing we did was we said, fill out this cash flow forecast. 
and the fog lifted. These are his exact words. I got them on video on our website. I could see that it's bad. It's bad. But it's not as bad as I feared. And you always fear the worst. And the unknown is worse than the reality. Yeah. So we created this cash flow forecasting tool that if you use QuickBooks, you, you can download your age receivable report and your aged accounts payable report into Excel and then just suck it up into this 13-week cash flow Excel template. And then what that does is it allows you to be able to go down, not have to rekey all those customers and jobs and amounts and just write one through 13. What week do you expect to collect on each of those receivables? What week do you expect to pay one through 13 on all those bills? And then it goes to a summer, summary page and you can add in any other sources of cash and any other uses of cash. So you can see for 13 weeks, when do I run out? Because that's the first data point you got. How much liquidity do you have? How bad is it gonna be? And what's your time horizon? Because 13 weeks, we rec recommend that you have to have 13 weeks because that's how long it takes to fix a big problem. Yeah. You, can sh you can pivot your business in 13 weeks. Absolutely. All right. So we're going to talk about how to get that at the end of the show. So just stay tuned for that. So let's get into the, to the five things that manage cash flow. The first one, you, you know, when you say this is not the time to create the data, this is the time to number one, estimate your weekly and monthly sales, correct? Yeah. So, you know, what drives cash flow is the receivables that you've got on, or, or, or you know, it's really, if you're, if you're cash on delivery, it's, you know, the sales and you've got to have, you have to have leading indicators to help you prevent cash flow problems in the first place. Okay. So the leading indicators, there's two types of things like CPAs look backwards, right? They're historians. They're going to give you a rear view mirror. What growth force does, we're, we're going to give you a dashboard. And what you need is the ability to be able to look and see what does the future look like? So you start by figuring out what causes sales. What it's causes marketing. <laughs> marketing, right? What causes sales? You want to look at the, what are the steps of the sale? First, you get a lead. And every business is basically, they call it different things. It's got five steps. First, you get a lead or a suspect, somebody that you're hoping would be a good fit. Then you've got to qualify them to see, do, you, do they have a budget? Do they, have, are, do they have a need that you can fill? Are they looking to get some work done right now? And, and are, do they have authority? Are they the decision maker, right? That qualifies the lead. Then you're going to give them a bid or a quote or a proposal. That's step three. And then they become a sale. And then you don't stop there. Step five, four is the sale. Step five is you need to have a backlog. Because when you're a project-based service business, you have to have a backlog of projects. So when something happens, we're facing a hurricane here in, in Houston. You might be down for three days. You've got a, 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 you've got some cushions. So you got to put this in a chart. You got to have a sales and marketing scorecard and be able to, and we've got a KPI tool, toolkit that we give away as well that shows you the five most important drivers of every business on one page and the ability to build custom scorecards to track your leads, your qualified leads, your proposals, your closed sales, and your backlog. Okay. And then cool. you can get management to be able to monitor what they want to get done. Okay. So the first thing is we have to estimate what our weekly and monthly sales are going to be, and we can do that in the cash flow uh, report yep. that you've got. And then we're going to develop lead indica leading indicators. Part of that has to do with weather for our industry. 
Um, It also has to do with, you know, what marketing things are we doing right now? And the fact that it's, you know, it may be a time of year where nobody needs anything, unfortunately. Right. Right. So cool. All right. So those are step ones and step twos. And when we get back from break, we're going to cover the other five easy things to do when we manage cash flow in times of crisis. We'll be right back. Thanks for listening to Contractor Sense. Do you ever have warranty leak issues? One of Ruth King's clients did about four years ago. Thousands of dollars in expense and unhappy customers. She solved this problem for him though. How? With a leak letter that every customer must sign when a service technician discovers a refrigerant leak. Once they implemented the letter, there were no more warranty leak headaches. No warranty leak callbacks. Happier customers. The surprising result was more replacement sales too. To get a copy of the leak letter for free, just send Ruth an email at ruthking at hvacchannel.tv. That's ruthking at hvacchannel.tv. You can't. That's what my daughter Kate told me when I said I wanted to make financials fun. The gauntlet was laid down. The red blanket was waved in front of the bowl. Ronin the Rubber Duck was born. This ebook is a whimsical look at financials from a duck's perspective. To get this fun, easy to read Kindle book, go to Amazon and search for Ronin the Rubber Duck Dives into Financials. That's R O N A N, the Rubber Duck Dives into Financials. Let me know if I made financials fun for you. We're back. Thanks for listening to Contractor Sense. I'm here with Stephen King, who is, I guess, a cash flow expert, right? CPA turned business owner, cash flow expert. Well, I'm a, I'm a CPA, but I'm really a management accountant, right? To me, why do you do accounting is to help businesses make more money instead of just taking Count care of the tax return. Accounting, <laughs> exactly. So um, cash flow is king. So if you want to be a management accountant, it starts there. But, you know, really the, the, the most important thing that impacts cash flow is pricing. We don't have time to get into that today, but you make a small change in pricing, you have a, a profound impact on your cash flow. Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> and, all right. uh, yeah. yeah. So, all right. So we were talking about the five easy things to manage cash flow. Number one was to estimate your weekly and monthly sales. Number two was to develop leading indicators. Now, number three is to review expenses and incorporate them into the budget. Yes. So- That's budget is, is, I wish there was a different word for it because a lot of business owners it's something that's elusive, something that, you know, I always want to have, but I just never have the time. And I can't emphasize anything more important than creating a budget, especially right now. Why? Because you have to make data-driven decisions to survive. This is my sixth recession as a CPA. And the companies that come out of this stronger take the time to build that infrastructure to help them get smarter. And one of the most powerful ways to do that is to create a budget. And it's not hard. I've got a blog on this. We'll, we'll send in the show notes that, you know, first. first Budgeting is not hard. You just so got to do it. You just got to no, do here, it. And here, but here's what the why. If, if I understand the why, you'll make the time. First why is you take that monthly income statement and you make it actionable, right? The, the, the P&L that you get from your CPA it's missing half the story. You want to look at your actual results and compare them against what you hoped they would be. And then focus on the, the biggest difference in the column. And now that report helps you figure out where to spend your time. The second thing is Harvard did a landmark case study where they said the simple act of writing down goals will increase your likelihood of success by 82%. 
Why? Well, you naturally think because you get everybody rowing in the same direction. But what they said, like we talked about Maslow, survival and, and safety, what's next is belonging. And we all need to belong to something bigger than ourselves. And when you create written goals and you cascade those goals to the, from the company to the department to the team to the worker, everybody starts and they understand why success in the company is good for them, the worker, they start giving you discretionary effort. They start acting like owners. You don't have to worry about people sitting around on an hour and a half lunch break when they know why it's what their role is and the success of the team and why that's good for them. Cool. We've got a great, I got a great pool story. You know, a, 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 a friend of mine is an investor. His son's husband, the son, father-in-law owned a pool company. He took it over. He's like, that's a tough life. You don't want that life. It's really hard, but yeah, but it's really hard. He says, no, I'm going to change the incentive comp. I'm going to give these guys a reward. If they can get this done faster, they get a bonus. Yeah. That's what he made a million dollars on a pool business in a year. Yep. You can do all of that. So that's cool. All right. So we got to do a budget. That's number three. Number four is to revisit customer payment policies and procedures. Yeah. Cash is king, right? So what you now, don't emperor. want to do. Emperor. Emperor. I got to remember that, Ruth. You don't want your client's cash flow problems to become your cash flow problems. It's really important, right? So there's two things you got to try and avoid. Number one is discounting. As hard as it is, the single biggest way you're going to have cash flow problems is by giving that 10% discount because nothing else changes. The costs all stay the same. That money comes right out of your bank account, out of your profits. I'm not saying never do a discount, just understand the, the impact that has. And I'll give you a, a uh, impact of discounts calculator in the show notes. The, the, the second thing is you've got to change your credit policies. COD. <laughs> C oh yeah, COD. Well, you want to make sure though that if you have any projects or, you know, or that you're doing any commercial jobs or any you know, construction you haven't gotten done on, like the rough end didn't get paid, you got to make sure that in your agreement with your, your general contractor, you have included in the fine print, spelling out who will pay attorney fees if you have to go to court to collect your payment. Because it's gonna happen. And so when you have that in the language, now all of a sudden, no problem, I'll take you to court and it's gonna cost you more. And you show them that language and they're gonna say, shit, Oops. <laughs> I'll pay <laughs> you, I'll pay you half. I'll, let me, yeah, yes, you're right, I'm gonna end up going to court and then after this, and when I get some cash, I'm gonna have to pay you or you're gonna bankrupt me. That's what this means. So, and if there are late fees, make sure you've got 18% interest charge because if, if, on the flip side, here's a cash flow tip we didn't have on the five, pay the bills that have the highest interest rates first. That credit card with 18% interest rate, pay it down. Use your home equity loan if you have to. I'd rather pay 3% to pay off 18% because if, I'm from Queens. If you don't manage the VIG, you're in trouble. Yeah. So, the same thing is on your invoices when you're billing your customers, put 18, 1.5% interest per month on there so that you get paid first. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and the reality is if you didn't get paid for the rough end, you can stop work. You should stop work. And I know that's really hard to do sometimes, but you're not going to get paid while you're doing work. It yes. really and truly does not make a whole lot of sense to do that. Right. All right. And number five is to attach numbers to a timeline. So yeah, you, you, you really, you know, you really have to have all this come together in, in a forecast and, and a scorecard. And 
you know, the, the, this labor, um, you know, we're, we're in a service business, right? So where we're talking, the biggest decision you've got is pricing. And the second is your labor. And so if you are uh, wanting to increase your profits, there's, there's, you've got to put, have a, your forecasted uh, number of customers coming in and the number of people that you need along with the, the cost of those people so that you have a, a, uh, a timeline that all those numbers are attached to that shows you what's the cash flow every month, every quarter. I, I like to look at mine on an annual basis. I have monthly cash flows just because if things get good, I want to be able to know how do I handle that? The, the, the companies that have the biggest cash flow problems are the ones that are wildly successful, but they're not pricing their jobs right. And they're, 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 each job is not covering its share of the overhead and generating extra 10, 12, 15% profit or EBITDA. And if they don't have that 10 to 12% profit, they have serious cash flow problems. You can sell your way out of business. Oh yeah, get the, in a heartbeat. If you, get, if you get the pricing right, and you have those numbers attached to a timeline, then you'll be able to anticipate problems in advance. Cool. Okay, so here are the five, everybody. Estimate weekly and monthly sales, develop leading indicators, i.e. forecast. Three is to review expenses and incorporate them into the budget. Four is to review customer and payment policies and procedures. And five is to attach the numbers to a timeline. All right. So Steve, if somebody, if somebody wants to get a hold of you and talk to you with questions, where do they go? So my email is the best way. It's Stephen, S-T-E-P-H-E-N, at growthforce, G-R-O-W-T-H, force.com. The website is www.growthforce.com. I'm on Twitter, at S-King, G-Force, and LinkedIn is Stephen, P-H, S-T-E-P-H, King, C-P-A. And I love answering questions. So please email me at Stephen at growthforce.com. Very good. It's fun to help, help businesses grow. And, and what we do is we do outsource bookkeeping, accounting, and controller services for companies that use QuickBooks, Xero, or NetSuite. Sounds cool. And we'll also include the 13-week uh, cash flow projection in the show notes so that when if you go to our Facebook page, they'll be there. So Stephen, thanks so much for being with us. Thank you, Ruth. And thanks to all of you for joining us. Choose one thing that you discovered and implement it in your business. These ideas, tactics, and strategies help you make more money, have more free time, and give back. If you like today's program, spread the word. Please review this podcast on any device you're listening to it on. Help a fellow contractor make more money too. For comments or questions, call me at 770-729-0258 or email ruthking at hvacchannel.tv. Thanks for listening. Have a great and profitable day.